Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. We're talking comics, movies, TV, and pop culture. Tonight, we've got the new Venom movie. It was... We'll give you our take in a moment. Uh, we've got our post-New York Comic Con hangover, the biggest news you may have missed. Our Sire Spotlight features Jolly Jane creator Jeff Kaufman. And we will be spinning the racks. But as I mentioned earlier, our sponsor for tonight, it's our last week with him. He's been tremendous, has been Jolly Jane. Uh, it's a story of a paramedic possessed by the spirit of a serial killer. Um, it just got funded on Kickstarter. I'm going to take all the credit and say we did it uh, and we made it happen. I am your host, Michael Dolce. And as always, I am joined by Mr. Lord of the Radio, Hassan Godwin. Hey. Very, you're, you're fired up, I can tell. There's a fired upness to you. I'm always fired up. <laughs> I'm uh, on fire. I feel like I'm on fire. How come yeah. there's never any air in here? It's going to be like lifelong complete. Yeah. Constantly. But there's I was no like, air. I, we were walking over here. I'm like, oh, it's cool out. You're like, no, it's not. It's not cool out. It's 76 degrees out. It's cool to me. Because you're an idiot. I guess so. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Venom I, I freely movie call you a fool. Review. <laughs> oh, man. We have to talk about this film. We don't care what critics have to say. We don't. Uh, the well, I meant what, did, we, what are critics saying in, about the film? Do you actually know? Uh, it's it's got a great fan response and a not so great critical. People response. like this movie, huh? Like the people I've seen like a couple of YouTube vids about. Uh, I'm gonna go on a limb and say I like the movie. You did? I did. Uh, well, I that, did. That does not surprise me. <laughs> Because <laughs> I also don't think it's uh, hot outside right now. Yes. Okay. Because you're an idiot and your See, brain so is baked, that. and that is why. All right. So, so here's <laughs> the whole thing with the Venom movie, you right? You like that film. Um, All righty. Hollywood Reporter actually did a whole article on this. Uh, oh, and the Hollywood Reporter. They discussed that it's an interesting time in superhero cinema, mm. okay? Despite how often superhero yes. fatigue... Mediocrity is, is the new excellence. Despite how often <laughs> superhero fatigue gets thrown around, the superhero villain movies aren't going anywhere. Hmm. Um, several moments sure to be taken out of context and lessened as memes have led some to compare Venom to the Holly Berry dud Catwoman. But Catwoman, easily one of the worst 2000 comic book movie offerings, offerings seemed to operate with a complete... Yeah, it was like 2004. Was it? Or five, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Complete lack of awareness of its lead actress's strengths and its source material. Venom, True. however, viewers may feel and personally... And really bad CGI. <laughs> ...is finally in tune with Hardy's abilities to deliver cadences and ticks, because that's all he does during the whole movie, mm. uh, that somehow add up to a, create an endearing human being who is just one foot out of reality. Mm. Additionally, Venom manages to tap into the character's comic book miniseries roots in a way that goes beyond Easter eggs and just creature designs. Do you agree or disagree with that statement? Uh, yeah, I'll agree. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Statement. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah. <laughs> I, did, uh, well, I said I agree. I said well, yeah first. And yeah, then no, I, said yeah, I, I know. Agree. You said I yeah, and you had up. a nice, like, pregnant pause to it. So That's I thought it was pretty impressive. So a, that builds tension. Uh, it, it, it definitely but, builds um, something. It, I, I agree with those things. Yeah. I just I don't I don't think it went together to make a. You know, like a viable product. I agree that those things are better. I also agree yeah. that it was it was it was better than uh, Catwoman. But you know, a kick in the gut that sends you off a six flight building is better than Catwoman. Okay, so <laughs> sure. sends you spiraling to the street with no cushion, <laughs> no reprieve, and to slam your face right into the concrete after falling off of a six flight walk up is better. Than Catwoman, I felt like I got robbed 
and I saw that movie for free. <laughs> I saw that movie for absolutely free, and I wanted my money back. <laughs> you know, you know. One time, this is how this is how idiot, it, it, how much of an idiot I was when I was like fifteen years old. Though, um, I, I one time we knew somebody at the theater or something, yeah, and like got me in to go see the Mortal Kombat movie for free. Oh, oh, and it was like really bad. Maybe Mortal Kombat wasn't bad. I forget what whatever movie I saw. It was just so. Ba- oh, it was Jury Duty with Paulie Shore. Oh my! We yeah. went to see a Paulie Shore movie. I got in for free. I don't See, know. That's still that's the length. That's, that's the still length time of, you're not going to get back. Can do for you, but you're not going to go. But you're not going to get those minutes back. You're going to be on your deathbed. No, but even then, I, thirty years from now, going, damn it, Paulie Shore. But wait, no, no. no but <laughs> I even worse had though, five more minutes. Even worse though, I got out, and then it was my friend's friend who got us in, and I go right up to my friend's friend. I'm like, thank God you put me in there for free because that movie sucked, and he got fired. His manager was right there, and I was like, I got to go. <laughs> So, Paulie Shore. Okay, so like if I called you like a jerk, right? Yeah. You, you just kind of confirm that. <laughs> you <laughs> I'm know? just merely you did, saying. That was you all by yourself. I didn't say a word. <laughs> I'm just merely saying. I got many. I don't know what I'm saying. I got a I'm lot of Dolce's saying. and Jerk stories, though. I got a lot. Of, we, can, we You should have an episode <laughs> on that. I'm not, though. I'm a very, I'm a very nice <laughs> you're, you're person. You're a great guy. Nice you're you're, you're yes, an awesome so guy. I'm very nice to people. Yeah. Did you get your friend his job back? <laughs> <laughs> he was my friend's friend, so I had no Okay, see? It's all contingent. Plus, I'm 15. What am I going to do? I'm going to be like, no, sir, he did not. Get me in for free. I don't know. Maybe you don't. I uh, never mind. <laughs> maybe right. maybe you don't stick your finger in the face of the person who gave you a free movie and tell him he was a jerk for for sending you into a free movie. No, no, um, I didn't tell him he was a jerk. I said, "Thank God you." I you might as well to, have. Thank <laughs> God I did not have to pay money for this. Right. Oof, oof. I didn't think Venom was Paulie Shore level bad. I thought it, it was. No, it wasn't. It was Shore like level. what a lot of critics had said. It, was it wasn't Encino Man. <laughs> it was. In, it was inconsistent. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I, I just didn't understand. I, I, uh, here's, I always have this problem where I think, okay, we've learned X amount of whatever from the last hundred or so years of film, right? Yeah. So there's certain things we don't have to, we don't have to learn again. There's certain things we don't have to, we don't have to, to uh, relearn, right? Or right. We, we reestablish. So watching this movie, it's like, is this the first comic book movie anyone's ever made because it's doing it was like a 90s comic book movie yeah it was exactly like a 90s well, comic book movie that's what everyone kind of said i don't necessarily it was because it's like, like okay this is it not it's not it's not uh spawn uh, you think yeah, yeah actually, except it was it was a little actually, better than wait spawn. a minute that's a that's a really great comparison in a way it's it was better than spawn but it was pretty much spawn and it's like okay the the, the predicate here is that um you're gonna get to see venom live action who cares if it makes any sense? No, but you Who know what? Who cares if it's in canon? Who cares if it's con- it has any continuity with the actual story of Venom? You're just going to be happy to see Venom in real life with halfway decent CGI and a, and a decent Oscar-nominated uh, actor playing yeah. the main role, yeah. right? Yeah. So who cares? And that's, that's basically the premise of all 90s superhero movies in the first place. Right. You just want to see Green Lantern. You don't care if it makes any sense. You don't care if that movie actually works. You don't care if there's any development or any plot holes or anything like right. that. You just want to see Hal Jordan rev that ring up yes. and, and make, you know, make mini guns out of Absolutely. And, it's, and they don't know because Absolutely. it's bull, because that it doesn't work. Said, that being said, 
I thought there was enough in this movie. It was erratic. I think I think people hit the nail on the head when they when they saw okay, this. Okay, it was erratic. Let's, let's try the the uh, let's, let's try the prequel argument. Uh, did you enjoy the movie or you thought it was a good movie? Did I enjoy? I enjoyed the movie. Do you didn't think it was a good movie? No. There you go. No. Yeah, the discussion's over. I enjoyed it though. <laughs> it was erratic. I win. Um, <laughs> I don't, know how that, I don't know how that constitutes a win here. Because I, I was saying it was a bad movie, and you were like, no, I liked it. No, like, mm, that's not a good movie. Uh, 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 uh. I didn't say it was a bad movie. I said it wasn't a good movie. I think there's a, I think there's a huge difference there. I so think if what you're going it? to see... What would you categorize it as? I, I categorize it as, as erratic. I thought that it was all over yeah, the place. Yeah, but I mean, like, in a one-word category. Well, like that's, what a, that's a different phrase than just... What, what adjectives would you would you if it was if you it's know, not here's, bad? Here's the funny part, right? You're always like, oh, we need to get more in depth at our discussions. I'm trying to discuss this with you, and you're just like, no, 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 give me one word, just just one word, erratic. That's the word I will use to you describe. You use it. erratic already, but I mean, <laughs> so now I'm not even allowed to use the word. That I you, didn't say you're not allowed right. to use it. It's just not like what does erratic mean? Erratic means it's not fixed into one central f- tone, one central like. At, sometimes it's hilarious. What did you like about it? I, there was definitely some comedic moments to it. I enjoyed... Tom Hardy's like a Benicio Del Toro. You don't know what he's saying half the time, but you just kind of like seeing him on screen, and he's got some, some sort of personality to him that you just, you're just like, oh, I'll sit through. I could sit through an hour and a half of this, because that's all it was. It was an hour and a half, and, and it was great. Uh, do you realize it had two Oscar-nominated actors? I, I don't even remember if Michelle Williams has won one. I know she, no, she she's did, not, she's but she was nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Riz Ahmad, who is and the Tom villain. Hardy was nominated. Well, yes, Tom Hardy was nominated as well, but Riz Ahmad, who, who the, um, I think who's the, bad guy. Who's the bad guy, he... Uh, I think he's like an Emmy-nominated guy or an Emmy-winning. I think he just won an Emmy, in fact. Yeah, he's a big deal. Um, and I just laugh because all three of them, it's like it's, it's just schlock. I mean, it's just schlock. But, you know, at the same time, it's not overdone schlock. It, it, I enjoyed th- Let me ask you a question. Did you enjoy this movie more or less than Ant-Man 2? Way less. I enjoyed this more, like way more. Because I just, get, you know, at the end of the well, day. I like stories and, you know, cohesion. Yeah, but uh, I didn't think Ant-Man 2 linear, was very good. I didn't think Ant-Man 2 was, was very good. Well, look, this had a beginning, middle, and end. It just it was missing a no, lot no, of no. key ingredients. It, it, there, was, there was a start, a middle, <laughs> and a finish. It didn't have a beginning, a middle, and an end. No, no, it, it did. It, just, it was one of those things where it was like, okay, and now it's going to be the end, and you're like, uh, uh, we're uh, missing a whole lot of stuff that came in here, but okay, it's... it's that's not an end. It's enough, it was enough where I wasn't sitting there going like... I wasn't throwing my hands up in the air. I was enjoying, I was enjoying the ride. You enjoyed the film. Yes. Which is fine. Yes. But I didn't say it was a bad film. I just don't think it was a very good film. I, all right. Does that, does that make sense? It made sense. So there was a lot of good things in it, though. No, there wasn't. <laughs> Namely, the two-minute preview of the Spider-Man. That was awesome, but that wasn't really even part of the, the film. Very end, which, to be honest with you... Didn't I, think, I tell you to stay? I said stay. Yes. I said don't move. Which I got to be honest with you, I don't need a... I, I was gonna, I'm, we're going to see that movie anyway. I don't need to see this two-minute preview to see like that movie, but... So you didn't want to see it? Well, I was hoping for something more, you know, something... I don't know. When it said in another universe, I'm like, oh, is there something to do with the MCU? Oh, all right. But no, they didn't. They, didn't, they, they failed. They failed on many levels when that came to it. He's, that's 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 my problem with this film in general. Yeah, it's like, what are you guys doing? Okay, you got lucky. You're lucky with this one. You're lucky because yeah. it's oh, doing yeah. halfway decent. It's but doing it's very well. It's it's bananas. It's it's ridiculous. Why? Yes. He's the main villain. He's the main villain of Spider-Man. 
you license out Spider-Man, and then you undercut Disney and Marvel yes. by turning his main yes. villain into a hero I know. of his own movie. I know. It's bananas. And yeah. bananas is not the word I want to use. It starts with a B, though, but I don't want to get a ding. There was... <laughs> but I like the ding. The ding's funny. I don't want to ding. Uh, <laughs> there were a whole bunch of Easter eggs in this, including oh, the boy. final scene uh, after the credits, oh, yeah. which we'll get into when we get back. Now in theaters, Beauty and the Beast is out, and there's big, big controversy with two because of the supposed gay relationship that, that yes. takes place... You know, and I thought the, the real controversy would be about the bestiality. <laughs> bestiality is not a problem. Oh it's yeah, just yeah, homosexuality. Yeah. We don't like that. <laughs> Having sex with a giant beast—that's that's all right. Secrets of the sire. Whenever I can make Hassan crack up like that, I've done, I've done good. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the stuff you love to talk about. Uh, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Secrets of the Sire. We want to give a shout out to all our beloved patrons, uh, including Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, Ashley Haikai, Program Director Stephanie Dolce, Executive Producer Steve Ovecki, Brian Phillips, and Christina Gillen, and as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. Uh, we were talking Venom Next. movie. Uh, Sam, the producer off camera and uh, during commercial break, was wondering, you know, what was so bad about the story and, my, you know, not using the word erratic, I use the word inconsistent, um, in that at one, at one point, you're, you're, it is this dark and gritty, or it's trying to be, and another minute you're like laughing out loud because the, the Venom, uh, Tom Hardy connection is kind of hilarious. There are just, just, <clears throat> just moments like, it just did the pieces are there. They just decided not I, to put them together. I agree. I agree. Like, they didn't know what kind of movie they wanted to be. Yeah, so, like, he's got this blog, right? You, you don't even know if he's a vlogger or if he's, like, a roving reporter or you don't really get... He's, got he's a, like us. He just puts his face up there and claims to be a professional. He had, a, he had his own cameraman. What, what's that over there? That's, that's, a, that's a camera it's a camera a standing, standing in front of a man. <laughs> I thought you wanted some to high, discuss this. Some high-tech shit here. You don't want Bing, to discuss Go ahead. It. <laughs> I'm not talking at all now because I hate you. Um, he had his he had his own cameraman. Yeah, he was told in the beginning the, the whole thing started off. Hey, look, just go interview this guy. He pay, you know, he pays the bills. Blah blah blah. He's like, I want you know, get the guy's a crook and he's a thief and he's a killer and he's a murderer. Blah blah blah. Okay, just go do it. Yeah, because. I'll fire you. Basically, he says because the guy right? owns the network. He's yeah, doing no, he he said he could buy and sell this network. Okay, so he didn't actually own the network, but he said he could buy and sell the network. Okay, so he goes to do it. He first he ripped he he he. It was just so mind-numbingly. He 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 goes into his girlfriend's uh, files, finds information on him. Yeah, inadvertent, and it was inadvertent because he didn't mean to do it. He went out to get some orange juice and. His girlfriend's computer just happened to be blinking tomorrow. You know, the person you're going to interview tomorrow. Here's all this. uh, Here's all this. Scenes were a means of moving things forward without really taking time to explain a lot of how these things are happening. And then, like, she was going to marry him. Yeah. He he goes. He he pulls this piece of data out of her files, and then well, he reads her email. 
Yeah. Which to, and then she to decides be fair, she decides not to marry him anymore. To be fair, it, that's a you know. But again, if they'd have just gone into the scene a little more, you have two Academy Award winning uh, Academy Award nominated. That's people. what I'm saying. That's it a was, betrayal of trust. That, how dare you go into my files fine, but and read it? The one breaker? thing you weren't supposed. Well, no. And but that's I'm saying how they, that's how they do the well, deal Well, that's breaker. what I'm saying. They they could have they could have actually gone into there. There's a legit like breaking of trust. She, like, how am I supposed to trust you anymore? She comes out of the. She comes out of the, the her job with a box with the telltale. How does she even know that he's the one? That yeah, broke into with the telltale files? box of I've I just been fired, right? right? The cardboard box, and then she's like, uh, she throws the ring at him. You, you, you know, you, you lied to me or whatever. You, you, you broke into my files. It was a violation of trust. Yeah, the wedding's off. I'll never want to see you again. She didn't just even, like that. She didn't even go that deep. Actually, no, she's, she's just like she you got me fired. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> We're making the leap that it was yeah, a violation of trust. Was, I know. And then he's suddenly eaten like Oreos out of a out of a another like, another plot hole. Another plot hole too is uh, how come all the symbiotes and it's not symbiotes. I hate these people. It's a symbiote. No, it's a symbiote. Just say symbiote. That's what we've always been saying. Tomato, tomato. I know. It annoyed me though. Um, why do all the venoms uh, or the, all the symbiotes? Uh, how do they all speak English? How do they all like you know? How does he they all of a sudden speak English because they achieve symbiosis? I guess so. I guess so. English. But it was just like one of those things where it's like you know why why is why is Venom like like a dude who actually lives here versus like an alien creature coming down? Because he achieves symbiosis. He that's took, it. He, he just took, instantly he, he just instantly on that guy's he, personality he just instantly just sucked the guy's personality and created his own personality. But then they all have names like Venom and Riot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh wait a minute! Why do they have like human names? Why wouldn't it be like my name is Chuchulu or Chuchulu. you know, <laughs> you know, like something like something that's I don't know, alien, like or we, you you would be able to you can't pronounce my name without ripping your tongue out or something. You know what I mean? Like, which, why what? do they have tongues? I don't know. They're symbiotes. Why, I don't know. Why? Do they, How are why they are they humanoid? Out? How are they even living out there? We don't <laughs> even know that. They're just like, well, on my planet, you know, that's Ven- another thing. The guy Venom's is- just like Venom's like on my planet. I'm kind of a loser too. That's why I like you, and I'm like, uh, yeah. The guy, said, right. the guy says the, the main up. villain sends his ships out because uh, he's got spaceships, right? Because this is even in, in the San now, Francisco, but he could fly these ships around wherever he wants. And then he finds a comet. He's like, hey, I want you to bring me samples off of this comet and bring them back to Earth. Like, how did? And he's like, we're gonna we're gonna bring these samples back to he's Earth, supposed and to then we're gonna we're gonna achieve symbiosis with these with yeah. these uh, with these samples so that we can one day. Uh, go out into space, and we we don't need. I guess we don't need spacesuits or whatever. Or we're gonna need to right. have symbiosis with symbiotes with with spacefaring creatures in order for us to, uh, you know, achieve uh, yeah. uh, achieve interstellar some level civilization. Some garbage. Yeah, whatever. That's... I was. It was. It was all nonsense. It, well, it was. The and villain, then the, the entire film. Here's a spoiler. Is everyone spoilers coming? The entire film. The entire beginning premise of the film is we can't find the hosts for the symbiotes. Because uh, the you know if you, if you match them up with the wrong host they die right so we both usually the human dies almost most assuredly the human dies but sometimes both of them die both the human and yeah. the symbiote dies right so they need to they need to have a, a proper host to achieve full symbiosis so that is one of the reasons why um, Eddie Brock is is uh, kind of like the key character here is because he was able to achieve symbiosis with his, with with Venom, right? But then uh, 
the other guy, the other, what is this? Rage? What was his name? Riot? Riot. Riot. The other symbiote, the evil, the eviler <laughs> yeah, know, evil symbiote. He, he, he can just. But you, you can see the absurdity of this with film, anybody. Right? It, he could just was, jump into anybody. It was enough to just. Suddenly he, at the end of the film, anybody could be a, 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 know, a host because even Michelle Williams was a host for, for a short amount of time. I'm like, yes. what happened to the. What happened to the MacGuffin of needing an actual? I know, I know, I know. It's just it so. Was how like, can you like? How can you look at that and go, "Oh, it's a good film. I actually like this. This is pretty good." Uh, again, than, again, not using the words "good film." Together. This is better than this is better than Ant Man. <laughs> I enjoyed it more than Ant Man. I actually enjoyed it more than Ant Man. I really did. <laughs> you no, know, that's a terrible film. I'm it's just so saying. Horrible. I mean, Ant Man. All right. Well, that's your, that's a per- personal choice. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> Not I mean, as much not as, that there's anything wrong with it. As much as I want to give you trouble for that, or you know, as much as I've already given you trouble for that, it's a personal choice. It's fine if you if you if you didn't enjoy it as much as Ant Man, you gotta admit See, I that, win. Yeah, right. Mm. If you gotta admit that Ant Man is a better told story than this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Piece yeah. Of well, yes. They tried. Uh, they also failed on on many levels, though. Ant Man too, um, but they told a better story. Yes. I would def. I would definitely say that. That's me winning, Sam. I just won. I won. Oh, look who we got on the on the you Facebook feed now. And I won. <laughs> Mr. Dan Lawson, who used to be on our Periscope feed. Ironically, we're back on Periscope now. You can find us on Periscope, YouTube. I miss Feeklio. All that. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. He was great. He was really great. All right. Well, we are talking Venom movie. Venom. Uh, our review. We're Crappy giving you Venom. our look. You guys chime in on the Facebook Some feed. Some spoilers, unfortunately. John Glenn Rubel Jr. says we will wait for it on Netflix. Yeah, don't even wait for it to, for it to come on Channel 7 at 2 o'clock in the morning. Dan commercials. Lawson poses a good commercial, though. Actually, you know what? The, see, Venom is, in a, is a terrific movie I see late at night. I already know, you know, now that I've already seen it especially, like, I'm just like flipping through. I just need something to be on in the background. I would enjoy that. I would enjoy it a second time, just watching it in the background. I just don't understand what the point was, you know? I just don't get what the point was. <laughs> I, I guess so. Because they're not going to be able... How much are they going to be able to build off of this? Dan they're, Lawson said... Venom is going to be the new... They're, they're using Venom which, to take Spider-Man's which place. Which we will, we, will, we will go into that in a second. Oh, but uh, Venom or Deadpool 2? Deadpool 2. I will say Deadpool 2 only because of the scene in the very middle of Deadpool 2 Excuse where they all die. You're breaking it up by scenes. I'm just talking about like the, enti- the overall movie. The that, overall story, the overall If you experience. took out the scenes where all the heroes die in the middle of Deadpool 2, I would pick Venom as a more enjoyable movie. Are we talking about enjoyment or are we talking about cohesion? Are we talking about story? Are we talking well, okay, about for good you, or bad for you, film? The, for you, they're one and the same? You, you no, are, are making I, the argument that you can't. I can, I can discuss either one, but they're no. not the same discussion. Well, But you're saying it's, it's, it's not mutually exclusive. I say that you can... A film can be not can be poorly constructed and still be enjoyable. No, 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 no. A film, a story can be bad, and you can still enjoy the film. Yeah. Okay. Or a story could be really good, and you can not enjoy it. I could discuss whether I enjoyed it or not. Yeah. Or what I didn't, or didn't, or did or didn't enjoy about it. But are we discussing enjoyment, or are we talking film? Which uh, one are we talking? I'm saying it's a bad film, but I enjoyed it. Let's talk about some Easter eggs real quick before we go to break. Uh, Stan Lee cameo. No one ever, qu- you know, how come no one ever even questions Stan Lee anymore? Like, 
at the very end, he, he sees, he's, sorry, spoiler alert, he sees Venom, and he's just like, you'll get her back, both of you, or something to that extent, and he's like, we know. And it's like, aren't you curious why this old man knows that you have a parasite inside you, like a symbiote inside you? Like, that's kind of weird. Cletus Cassidy, Woody Harrelson, what'd you think? I, what was I supposed to think about Good him? casting or bad casting? Woody Harrelson's always good. But yeah. he's a he's a he's a Luke Skywalker in this, you know, like he's at the very end yeah. where he turns around and takes the hood off. Yeah. Why would he go to visit him in prison? I don't know. I, that's what I'm you saying. What Just I'm stop saying? asking questions. That's the thing. Just oh, don't even ask the questions. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm so stupid. I use my brain. <laughs> don't ask the questions. Oh, stop punishing me for thinking. If you think <laughs> too hard about this movie, it will hurt you. It will it will physically hurt you. I'm I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Last Easter egg. I don't. I don't turn my brain off because I'm terribly afraid Joe I'll J- never get it back on. They killed J. Jonah Jameson's son at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Did you see any more Easter eggs? Or that? No. There was some Lethal Protector stuff in there. There was stuff from the comic book series in there. Um, but I think that's a little nerdy. Plus, I don't remember them. It was like I read them so god long ago, and they were not as good. Yeah, me they too. were basically the equivalent of this movie. They were very <laughs> beautifully drawn. Uh, there I don't was even some think enjoyment. The, the film was well done. Like I don't even think the cinematography or the actual special effects were any of that, yeah. all, all that imp- uh, impressive. No, they were like they the, were even all right. the CG for Venom. Like Venom did not look. I expected Venom to look yeah. way better than I that know. for a hundred million dollar, you know, over a hundred million dollar movie. I know. It, the the Topher Grace's Venom looked pretty, well, almost pretty, exactly the same. As a matter of fact, I know. So, I know. They didn't even work on that. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we've got a lot of New York Comic Con stuff to go over. Um, our guest is having a little bit of technical difficulty signing in, but that's okay. We are going to give you our post-New York Comic Con hangover when we come back. Do you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Wouldn't that be the best, the most ironic thing in the Alanis Morissette version of it? Ironic, but not really ironic. <laughs> right, right. I don't actually Got know you. the definition of irony, yeah, so I mean, I'm just using it. Yeah, and, and I want to sound so it was very all right. smart. Yeah. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture. Go to secretsofthesire.com. We were ending our Venom discussion, starting our New York Comic Con discussion. Uh, Post New York Comic Con hangover, the biggest news you might have missed. There was a lot of announcements there. Um, You know, actually, did you feel like um, it was a little bit more than, than previous New York Comic Cons? Like, it was almost, I felt like, bigger announcements than, like, San Diego in terms of, like, what they usually end up doing. Um, there was some Daredevil news. Bullseye's coming to Daredevil Season 3, which is, which is uh, uh, debuting October 26th, which I thought was pretty good. Titans already got uh, renewed for a second season on DC Streaming. 
which is kind of crazy, yeah, I guess. I just saw that. Um, the uh, Deathstroke is also going to be coming to season two. There's a new Lobo in the Krypton <laughs> series. Uh, but I think the big news that everyone was really trying to talk about was the epic five-minute Aquaman trailer that they, that they, sh- that they unleashed uh, Comic-Con weekend. Uh, shows a lot of the film. Now, you actually said something that shocked me backstage in our green room before we appeared, which was about Aquaman. Oh, I don't remember what I said. You said it looked pretty good. Oh. <laughs> Comic book uh, fans two, will be... Two uh, things. Yeah, go ahead. I, I like a lot of stuff. You just never listen when I say something is good. Or you're always contrarian. So whenever I say something is good, you say it's bad. That's that's what your problem okay. is. Okay. All right, so we've cleared that. Okay. Uh, pertaining to Aquaman, it looked good. I, I thought it looked... It, you know, I definitely want to see it. It looks very interesting. The visuals look pretty solid. The chase sequence. The visuals looked a yeah. lot better than I Venom. Oh, like, <laughs> I don't okay, disagree. Here's, I here's don't the disagree. Thing, here was the thing about Venom. Like, um, I saw the trailer for Venom. And through the trailer, I didn't really... I wasn't interested in seeing that movie. Which is odd, you know. But, I mean, the trailer... I mean, and there were some improvements in the movie over the trailer. Like, the trailer was a lot of preliminary stuff. Um... And in the movie itself, that some some of the scenes had been improved. Yeah. But Aquaman, I, I actually watched it, and the visuals alone were like, wow, that, looks, it, that looks pretty. You know, you know it, it looks like epic. It looks like it has some scope to it. Very it Black Panther-esque in the scope of the scenery, right? Like how, how they built up Wakanda uh, yeah. in the Black Panther film. Like I feel a like little, they're building A little too Atlantis. Black Panther-ish to the point where it's like, wow, it is Black Panther underwater. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, because he's the king and he's got to come home and he's got to take. I mean, they say it's in the it's in the trailer. That's not yeah. a spoiler. You know, I don't re- I don't know the film, so I can't really spoil any sure. of it. But that that's basically what you know. And is you know, there's the love interest that where there's there's the the, the antagonistic love interest who may or may not sure. be a love interest. Sure. You know, same thing. A lot of great special effects and and you know a lot of epic visuals like him you know raising a, a submarine out of the water that kind of stuff really uh, boosts. Aquaman, who was kind of a joke character for for many years, many, many, many years. Did you see the still? And when I was a kid, Aquaman was a serious joke. We have the stills going right now, though. I mean, at the very end of the trailer, it has him in his orange suit. Doesn't look that bad, right? It's not orange; it's gold. Uh, It's gold with a tint of orange. I mean, look, it's it's close to the. I'm not talking you know. about the suit. I'm just saying, in general, Aquaman was a joke. He could talk to whales, right? You know, right. like yeah. But, but I mean, in in this film, and and then put Cal in Drogo in there, and now all of a sudden it's tough no. To be, I mean, in the film and in recent in recent yeah. uh, iterations in the comic book, they've enhanced the the they've they've enhanced the mythology. It's more than just I can control you know fish with my brain, you know. And I can make fish do things that I want them to do. He could, there's much more to the mythology of Aquaman. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to exalt in that, and it, it does yeah. look. It looks. Uh, it, it looks enormous. You know, it looks like a, 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 an enormous movie, like with a lot of scope. A lot, a little more than Wonder Woman. Yeah. It looks bigger than Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, I agree. You know, I and it looks agree. bigger than Man of Steel, which was which is odd, <laughs> because <laughs> Superman actually was on another planet. So you 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 know, and they did attempt it. They did have a. Uh, the Kryptonian uh, society and everything. There's been so many iterations of Krypton that 
I'm kind of tired of it. This is kind of yeah, new. You know, it's look, it's saying. a little bit of a breath of fresh air. It's something new. It's something I think, different. Yeah. I mean, I think I think Richard Richard Donner's Superman was like to me that's the definitive Krypton because yeah. it was like a completely alien. Like, how can anybody even live there? Yeah, you know, kind of kind of hysteria. I mean, you know, everybody was dressed in chrome, which is a little odd, but it was it was in, indeed an alien environment. I respect Zack Schneider for trying to kind of enhance the the Krypton uh, visuals, like the, the the landscape. Yeah, uh, but that movie was so incoherent. Like uh, Man of Steel was so was so twisted. Yeah, so backwards. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, this hope th- he's hoping that this is a cohesive movie with a, with a good story. It's already got the visuals. It's already going to be a very pretty movie. And the lead it's actor, a, I think got they've a, got the lead actor got too. A very this guy's very lead charismatic. Actor. Yeah, he'll bring and in. He's due. He'll bring in. He's due because uh, because Jason Momoa has been around a long time. Ironically, he started on a TV show called Stargate Atlantis. So that's just a there little. You go. That's a little uh, ironic. Before we jump into our other big trailer news that's, from that's, New York Comic Con, I want to give a shout out to the show to Jeff Kaufman, creator of Jolly Jane. Uh, they were killing it this weekend at New York Comic Con. His Kickstarter is fully funded, but they got some stretch goals. If you go to secretsofthesire.com slash Jolly Jane, uh, you can actually go and back it. It's the um, spirit of a serial killer inhabits the body of a paramedic. Uh, it's a modern horror. Uh, comic with a little bit of a twist to it so go check it out um again we'll get him on the show at some point soon but he's got a lot of really cool things going on his books are actually really really uh terrific he's got another uh series called roulette which is really cool and uh, has some hollywood uh interest their way all right the other big thing that was happening uh was the 15 minutes of dark phoenix footage this i feel like dark phoenix is just sputtering to the starting line like every time like they're, they're, they're getting their stuff they're getting their uh you know they're getting their their charge and they're ready to like oh, I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna make this happen and then they just they just keep showing more of the film and they show more trailers and it's like ah oh, yeah because it's a bus like, and, oh, and, and oh, Fox why is gonna doing it why Fox oh Disney's gonna own Fox in January I know so I mean it's I a, it's kind of a bust and they're definitely gonna reboot if they're not gonna reboot X Men altogether. Yeah, this this movie is definitely gonna be outside of their canon. It's not inside uh, the 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 Marvel the MCU so. I know, I know. It's it's, it's just it a, it's really a fan, it's, is so. It's a film in limbo right now. I know. So we and break they're down. Trying to, they're trying to make they're trying to milk it and to make as much money as they can off of it. In its in its a, uh, I don't know. It, it's a neutered state of, of being. <laughs> it, it, I know, you know. I know. It's hamstrung. So, it but just, I mean, you know what it feels like? Sophie Turner was actually at the show. She was actually yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, she introduced did a Q and A and everything like that. Yeah. So I mean, just breaking down what we saw in this. Uh, 15 minutes. Uh, you, you definitely got a look at uh, teamwork. You know, Scott tries to calm Gene down as the X-Jet heads into the upper atmosphere. I mean, that's a big, that's actually a big visual for X-Men. Um, that's an iconic X-Men visual to see them out in space, in the space shuttle. So, I mean, in, in, you know, in that regard, kind of piggybacking on your own point from before with Venom, it's kind of a cool thing. You know, I'm happy to just see moments that I kind of grew up reading and seeing on screen. So there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Mystique is, you know, this is the problem though. When okay, we we're complaining earlier about having Academy Award nominated actors in the films, or I was complaining and not really doing much with them. Uh, they do way too much with Jennifer Lawrence's Mystique character. Mystique is only important because Jennifer Lawrence is the actress. Uh, she had a good role in X Men: First Class, but then Jennifer Lawrence became Jennifer Lawrence, and all of a sudden it's like, well, we have to beef this 
woman's character up because, quite frankly, you know, we have an Oscar winner here. We need to do stuff with her. Um, and she's Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, she has a magnetic personality. She's a box office draw. I mean, people really, you know, the comics never had Mystique be this, like, big. So apparently her and Professor X have a big, you know, falling out where she says you should, you should call the team X-Women. She's Nightcrawler's mother. I mean, she is pretty important. She uh, is important, but, I mean, again, was she, was she the... She was in the Brotherhood of Lynchpins. Evil Mutants. She was um, the leader of the, of the, of the Freedom Force. Yeah, which but she was, was always the, the villain. But Mutants. you just said it. She was always the villain. She wasn't working with the X-Men. I mean, we know that that's not I know, the case. but I'm, that doesn't mean she's not important. I, I, just I would think argue that, that she I would, was not. I, but you're saying she's one of the most important characters in the X-Men universe? I, didn't, I, didn't I wouldn't say, say she that. was one of the most important. I, I I'm asking you would, you, would you say that she's one of the most important characters in the X-Men universe? She's one of the most important characters in, in Fox's X-Men universe. Okay. Again, not my... That's, she, and since the beginning. I mean, she I understand was, that they did this. She's been there since the start with Rebecca Romaine. Uh, well... All right. I'm sorry. I guess so. I guess. Go so. ahead. No, I just. I'll, I'll just. I'm just I'll just sit saying. here and listen. I mean, at the end of the day, though, I guess my whole thing is that they're beefing this up simply to cater to Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I guess. I guess at the end of the day, right? It doesn't matter because this thing is not going to matter one way or the other. Do you think there's any way we can come out of this Dark Phoenix movie with no. anything positive? Like, am I going to be? No. Are we going to? Are we going to fast forward to February? Here's here's the problem. We're going to do our movie review. There's a, the Dark Phoenix is two prong, right? Yeah. If you're going to do it correctly, right? Yeah. Because that's not Jean Grey. Yeah. So, they're not going to explain it in this story. So you'd need a follow up story to find out that Jean Grey is is actually not the Dark Phoenix. Well, you don't know what she, what they're going to do with her in this particular story. I they're going to they do, do it right. They're going to do a Jean Grey. If they're going to do it, they've already done it wrong. I mean, spectacularly wrong. <laughs> yes, Last Stand was absolutely horrific. So fast forward, we're going to be here in February. We're going to review this movie if it doesn't get delayed again, which it will probably get delayed again because it's terrible. Or it'll, or it'll be like one of those like VODs, know you know, like it'll just be like video on demand. Like all of a sudden, it's like, hey, Dark Phoenix just dropped on Verizon now. All of a sudden, like the day it was supposed to be in theaters. And you're like, what? Huh? That's not good for the film. Uh, am I going to be sitting here saying I'm going to enjoy it? And you're going to sit here and say it's a bad film? If I had a, it depends on interns, how bad if I had to predict, is there a prediction from the interns? Am I right or wrong? <laughs> that, is, that is the kind of reaction I think we're going to get when Dark Phoenix comes out, period. Well, I All say right. it depends on how bad you've hit your head just before the show goes on. When we <laughs> come back, we will uh, pick this discussion up a little more. There's a couple other little nuggets, and then we will go spinning the racks. We're going to draft teams wow. based on the likelihood of death. I don't want to dispute you, yeah. you know, because, uh, you know, we got this thing going. Mm-hmm. But um, it sounds like a lot of work. Oh, I'm going to be putting a lot of work into this. Yeah. Uh, you just have to show up. Oh, okay. No, you know what? It's a great idea. You, you had I like this. That. I like this idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. Secrets of the Sire.
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Love all the uh, comments and feedback we're getting. Ironically, we got Dan Lawson on Facebook, and yet I finally got Periscope working again, and we're up on Periscope. People are chiming in left and right over there, so you can chime, chime us in anywhere. But Dan, we appreciate it. Dan actually had a really great comment based on our uh, Dark Phoenix discussion. It may be so bad Apple puts it on all our phones in an update. I think it that just shows up there. <laughs> it just, just shows yeah. up. And then all of a sudden we like that U2 album because it's just better than Dark I, Phoenix. I mean, you got to hope it's going to be good because of how bad they did Dark Phoenix before. Yeah. But I don't think they even get, I don't think, I don't think, what is it, Fox, right? I always yeah. get Fox and Sony because of the Spider-Man. Because they're both ter- terrible. Yeah, because they're both horrible. <laughs> they're both not Marvel. I don't think Fox even gets the Dark Phoenix. They think, they, they thought the, the Femke Jansen one, they thought she was just a really powerful telekinetic could turn people who could yeah. Thanos people. Because she thanos a lot of people in that film. Yeah. If you remember. Yeah. Right? Which, no, that's not what the Phoenix was. So, okay, so they got uh, Sophie Turner, and she's all decked out in flames, and she looks Phoenixy. Yeah. Okay. They already ruined this because in the previous one, what was it? Um, what was the last one? It was uh, Night Days of Future Past, right? No, no it was, it was oh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. I tried to forget that one. Yeah. I tried to forget that one as much she, as possible. She, she came out with... Uh, Phoenix superpowers, right? They they presaged this movie with uh, her, you know, doing a cameo. Like for a moment, she she utilized her Phoenix powers, and it already got that wrong. I'm like, well, okay, yeah. so that must mean that's not Jean Grey. But then again, they could have retconned it. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could retcon. They retconned it last time. I know, I know. They'll they can retcon it. And anything. they buried her. They buried her in a lake, and then she came out of the lake and killed Scott Summers. And- <laughs> <laughs> it was the ball. For no reason, all of a sudden he was just dead. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even show him die. <laughs> just, I mean, his, it was just it was just visor was just floating blah. around. Yeah, like blah. Thanos. <laughs> You've been Thanos. All right, so. there was a ton of stuff at New York Comic Con. Uh, one of the things that was released during Comic Con uh, wasn't necessarily one of the big announcements, though. Uh, was that James Gunn? He's a he's a he's a gunning back here as we go spinning the racks. Spin the rack, spin the rack. Never gets old. Uh, James Gunn board Suicide Squad Never gets two good either, but to write <laughs> and possibly direct the sequel. Good James Gunn has been hired by Warner James Brothers Gunn. in DC to write with an eye to direct the next installment of the Suicide Squad franchise. It's the first job he's taken since parting ways with Disney, uh, which let him go. From Guardians of the Galaxy in the wake of controversial old tweets that had been compiled by alt-right journalists and sent to Disney. Wow. Ah, here's the so thing. They were actually going with the, it, it was the alt-right? That, well, it definitely was. I yeah, mean, but I mean, they, they were kind of cagey about like, you know, just calling it out like right. that. And now they're just outright just saying, yeah, this is a bunch but of let nonsense. But me, let me, well, no, it's a bunch <laughs> of nonsense. See, you put your little editorial spin on that. I don't think it's nonsense. Look, at the end of the no, day. No, no, I said Nazis. Oh, Nazis. Oh, oh, okay. That's different than nonsense. I thought that was nonsense. No, okay. I, I like that. I like that saying it was nonsense is bad, but calling them Nazis is, oh, that's all right. No, I think, um, look, at the end of the day, they did the right thing by getting rid of him. For <laughs> because it would be very hypocritical if they kept him. For stuff that I agree, I agree. I agree with them firing. I agree big. with them firing him. 
I look, I don't agree with them firing him outright like that. I agree that they should have looked into it. They should have made a big deal about looking into it. They yeah. should have had a discussion about it. Yeah. And if they had ultimately decided, look, it's going to hurt our brand to have him along, then yeah, sure. they fire him. Sure. I agree with that. I think it was just so arbitrary, you know, in in the in the way they did it. Yeah. That you know, it it caused a lot of consternation with the fans. Yeah. They could have done it in a way where the fans all, where everybody went, I guess we got to get rid of them. You know, like there's, there's a way you could do that where, cause like they did, it kind of was the same way with Roseanne. Yes. Where, where well, you know, Roseanne is exactly why they dug up all these, alt right. Yeah. Know, these, but these I mean, if you look at, with. if you look at like Roseanne's contemporary statement, sure. everyone was like, yeah, we got to, you know, I, and you look at James Gunn's like, okay, you found these these old statements and right. they were jokes. They were they were very bad. They're yeah. they're extremely bad. So we got to look into this. Yeah, and we got to make sure. But they just like, nope, he's out. And yeah. then they just kept him. They they lingered on it. They lingered on whether to keep the the yeah. his script. They linger. I mean, they just let it continue to to yeah. fester. And now it's a rivalry. Now now it's interesting though. But I mean, his career was over. Right. Technically, in th- in theory, ah, you kind of knew he was. It wasn't. You knew. You knew by, you knew, by you, what you happened. knew logically it shouldn't be. But yes. you did. But it's it's very possible that it could have been. Right. Like it's very possible no one would because I mean, look, the other side of it is Disney is this really monstrous monopoly right now. Yeah. So maybe they hold sway. Maybe they they're the kind of company that says, look, if you hire this guy, we're not gonna, you know, you this. Right. I mean, maybe they didn't. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe it doesn't work that way. But I mean, you could see it could happen that way. Yeah. So the fact that he's got another job. With a with another major studio in another major comic book uh, franchise, that's gonna be that's gonna that's that's the first chink in in uh, in uh, Disney's uh, armor. You shouldn't use that. We just figured that out. No, actually, I'm I'm actually being dead serious. Uh, a baseball announcer used that exact thing. I guess he was talking about a Japanese pitcher though uh, when he used it. He inadvertently used it. So we're we're gonna we're gonna edit that out of our uh, live stream. That's streaming live right now that we can't edit. Um, here's the funny thing wow. now. Do you think Suicide Squad gets better? Uh, do you think that, do you think of James Gunn? I honestly Gunn? don't want to talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's, no, I'm just I have no idea what you just did. But <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, do you think oh, Suicide just, Squad... Just at least the joke should be good. It's not a joke. It's, it wasn't really meant to be a joke. I actually... I, that, that's the first thing that came to mind when you said that. Yeah, but if like it literally just happened like literally three was days ago, no Asian in, I know, in, I know. in the equation true, that true. I was talking about. <laughs> so I mean, all right, being illiterate, the Asian equation. That's good. I like that. What this? <laughs> Sam knows. At least Sam knows. All right, <laughs> Sam's on my side. Apparently, this is the first. This is the first uh, problem with Disney. This is the first. Uh, uh, Jump the shark moment, I think, with them, with the MCU. You think so? Yeah, because there was a. I think they could have handled it better. I, I think I think James Gunn could have lost his job, but I think they could have handled it in a better way, where everyone was like, mm, everyone was okay. satisfied. At yeah, the end. everyone was like, yeah, we it, it's got to happen that way. Okay, right? And, yeah, and they just by just arbitrarily doing that, and then letting it linger, 
and then you know Dave Bautista coming out and saying he wants to he wants to be in Suicide Squad too now. He's like, yeah, exactly. He's lobbying for a role, and so I mean, it's it's kind of bad for them, and and it's not like it's not like it probably should have went the way. It's not like Guardians of the Galaxy is a is is a minor franchise, right? And there, and you know, it's not like it's a small small thing. I will say one thing: if Guardians Three is bad. Disney will never hear the end. But of it. see, here's the: we live in a world now where the fans will make it bad, even if it isn't bad. I mean, look what they did to Star Wars. It's like you know, like Solo was a completely serviceable movie. Sure, they totally tanked that movie sure. out of spite. Sure, that's that's with what the we're help dealing of some with. Russian trolls. Nah, they've they've debunked that. I don't really think it was a <laughs> Russian. Um, apparently, kids want more female superheroes. New study <gasps> finds. Really? I'm excited about this. this. I think this study is fantastic. <laughs> I think everything about it is, it, it's about time. I mean, it's about time. We need more uh, female superheroes. I think the fact that we don't uh, is, is just is silly. It's silly at this point. That we don't have female superheroes. That we don't have more. I mean, there should be more. There should be nothing but female superheroes going forward. <laughs> I agree. Right? <laughs> yes. I mean, is it not that... I, I, I don't know what else you could get from this headline, except that that's a tremendous progress that has been made. I think they're just saying that kids want to see, uh, like their moms and their sisters as superheroes. They want to, They don't mind more female superheroes. I think part of the part of the study was from Doctor Who and the success of the okay. female Doctor Who, and yeah. then also Wonder She's Woman. She's pretty cool, by the way. And the, and the, did, and not, the hype job. and the hype behind uh, Captain Marvel. Sure, I mean, people are looking forward to it. So I think the kids are. The kids are kind of cool with the whole thing, yeah. And I think they're they're looking forward to more. I don't. I, I, I don't think, really think it's more of a political statement. I than that. think when you give kids a certain message, they will they will go with it, and they will and they will elevate to that message. Yes, that's very cleverly worded. I thought so. Mm. I thought so. Yeah. Uh, we were able to live stream from New York Comic Con uh, this uh, year, which is yeah, awesome. So thank to thanks to <laughs> Comic Book School. Uh, we're going to be posting um, some live footage and some more new audio from an editor's panel that took place down there uh, on Monday. So check us out Monday. Uh, we're going to be doing that as well, too. Uh, your quick take on Comic-Con. You were there on Thursday. Uh, what did you think of Thursday the Thursday was nice. I need to go Thursdays from now on. Thursdays, it, was less, it, was, yeah. it was less filled with bastards. <laughs> And therefore, uh, it was it was nicer for me to be able to get around. Uh, that is a completely unsurly uh, statement. Look, <laughs> a lot of people in Hassan, we don't like each other. There's Hassan and crowd, crowd Hassan. No, no, just doesn't. Be, no, just doesn't. Not, they, we're not carpooling. So I, uh, you know, um, it looked it was it was fantastic as usual. I never have enough money for those things. Yeah, I see all kinds of wonderful stuff. The thing that does drive me crazy about the, the shows, I yeah. will be quick, is that a lot of the stuff that I like with yeah. those those uh, statuettes and stuff like that, uh, little toys like mechats. Like yeah. last time, last year they had Thanos, the, yeah, yeah. The, his mm-hmm. minions and stuff like that. None of those are ever for sale. It's always coming this year or coming in the next. Right. So like, and then you got to make it. It's it's tough to go find. I yeah, guess. they have to. You have to find them. You 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 have to. You pay exorbitant amounts of money for them because you can't get them in that kind of setting. It's yeah. ridiculous. But other than that, you know, it was pretty. And then cool. that was pretty damn and good. There was a lot of atmosphere. I agree. I agree. We were. I was exhibiting for four days, uh, selling copies of Mainstream. We did. We did great with books. Mainstream and the Sire uh, sold tremendous. Um, even more so than in recent years. So. Uh, 
kudos to everyone who purchased from my booth. Uh, there's one real quick, one quick family, uh, one family who I've done sketches for for the last four years. They were dating, then they were married, then they have a little kid, and now the kid's kind of tall now, and so I made him like a Star Wars family. It was pretty cool. So go check out MikeBooks.com for a full recap. Next week, jump on back here because we've got a lot of fun. We are going to be previewing uh, Daredevil Season 3, but we're also going to have How to Train Your Dragons, Richard Hamilton on. Uh, he does the comic books for Dark Horse Comics. He is a uh, sire fan from way back, so it's pretty cool. 